Welcome to Around the Diamond, Ottawa's source for baseball talk. This is Shortstop Junior Rojo with the Rockland Boulders. This is your boy Reggie Abercrombie. Hey, this is your boy Coop. This is Josh Wood. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Kenny Bryant from the Ottawa Champions. This is Quebec Capital's third baseman and pitcher Lachlan Fontaine. Hey, this is Ottawa Champion second baseman Albert Cartwright all the way from the Bahamas. You're listening to Around the Diamond with my man Diamond Dante on CKDJ 107.9. Profiling players' careers and their life outside of baseball. Now, here's your host, Diamond Dante. Seb high and deep to right, and that's out of here! Cartwright, and that's a walk-off single. Albert Cartwright wins the ballgame. Mastro Berti comes in to score. Duarte up the middle, and that's the ballgame! Wilson, the 1-2, big cut, and he struck him out! Wilson back-to-back strikeouts on a slider in the dirt. Tissenbaum swings at that one. And your co-host. Chambers flying into third with a triple. Chambers is back. He looks up and it's off the top of the wall. Fires it back into second base. And they got him. Chambers slaps it the other way. Louis Cardinals World Series champion Adron Chambers. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Welcome to episode 44 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 1079. I'm your host, Diamond Dante, riding. This show solo, of course, Around the Diamond is now on iTunes, as you can find us there by typing in Around the Diamond in the podcast app on your iPhone, or you can find us online on SoundCloud or on the SoundCloud app by typing in Around the Diamond. And of course, you're listening on radio every Saturday at 6, the only baseball show in Ottawa here on CKDJ 1079, just like you heard in the intro. Uh, Unfortunately, Adron Chambers will not be with us for this show And if you're listening on either iTunes or SoundCloud or on radio, keep listening because we have a jam-packed show for you uh, coming up later in the hour. Former Ottawa Champions pitching coach Billy Horn will join us for about half an hour or so to talk about being the new pitching coach with the Long Island Ducks of the Atlantic Atlantic League. Now, of course, Billy Horn... Uh, was the pitching coach for two seasons with the Ottawa Champions and was just hired earlier on this week by the Long Island Ducks to be the team's pitching coach. He's going to talk a little bit about his time in Ottawa, what he brings to the table in being the new pitching coach for the Long Island Ducks. But also, uh, he he started this kind of this new thing called a meet, meet a prospect site where Billy kind of gets players on the map. And that's the kind of the slogan that he's been u- using, get on the map. And you know, he wants to help players get uh, not only into professional baseball, but minor league system, independent ball. It, it doesn't even matter. Or even the big leagues, maybe someday, uh, if Billy Horn keeps doing his thing uh, with this site. And, of course, Billy Horn, I wish him all the best uh, in the Atlantic League. You'll probably hear his voice a few more times on this show because one, probably one of my favorite guys that I've ever met uh, through my time in professional baseball. Only one season uh, in pro ball for myself, Diamond Dante. So, of course, uh, Billy Horn. I'm going to miss him a lot with the champions. This is a guy that... Uh, helped me a lot this season and showed me the ropes. A good Italian boy and his mother too, God bless, and uh, his father Tom back in Florida. And 
you know, Billy Horn was just a, not only a guy that I enjoyed being around every day, but just a guy that uh, was always loose, always brought a smile to the ballpark and was always fun uh, to be around. But I'm not going to spoil anything else as Billy Horn will join us going into uh, our next segment. But before that, a couple things to mention off the bat. Uh, a lot of players this offseason, and I've been really surprised with this, there's been a lot of players picked up by organizations out of the Can-Am League. Now, none from Ottawa. I'm just going to list off the names uh, that have so far been picked up. Max Tissenbaum, a Canadian uh, from Toronto, Ontario, a catcher, has been picked up and signed by the Colorado Rockies. Will go to spring training. Will most likely start the season in A. Johnny Helwig, a former Major League pitcher who was a reliever with the New Jersey Jackals, has been signed by the Cincinnati Reds. He's six foot eight, throws 98, 99 miles an hour, was clocked at 101 in AAA and in the big leagues with the Milwaukee Brewers. He has been picked up. Of course, as you know, a few weeks ago, Art Charles was also picked up by the Cincinnati Reds, and now he has now signed, uh, or well, was picked up in a Rule 5 draft by the Milwaukee Brewers. He will be in the Milwaukee Brewers system. Leandro Castro was signed by the Minnesota Twins to be a center fielder either in AA or AAA, still 27 years old, so very young. Michael O'Neill, left fielder DH with the New Jersey Jackals, was signed, so he will not be uh, with the Jackals next season, which is pretty good because he was a very good hitter. Hit 346 last year, 336, I believe it was, uh, with the New Jersey Jackals. And also Jesse Beal, the first Sussex County Miners player to ever be signed from their independent baseball team to an organization. He signs uh, with the um, Philadelphia Phillies. Now, Jesse Beal is a guy that took two years off baseball before playing half of this season uh, with the Sussex County Miners. Now, just from looking at his baseball reference, he had played in the minor leagues in A-ball and now uh, moves up. And he's a six foot six righty that throws 95 to 97 miles an hour and was a closer for the Sussex County Miners before they made a trade uh, later on in their season. Uh, also, some other things to mention uh, in the Can-Am League. There's been a lot of moves this off this offseason, I should say. Uh, former Can-Am League stars that have been moving around. Uh, Ottawa Champions ace, or at least Wilmer Font was the Ottawa Champions ace last season. Signs with the Dodgers after he was picked up midway through the season right after Canada Day. Uh, here on July 1st was picked up by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Balbimo Fumayor was picked up by the Braves. Chris Colabello signs with the Indians. And Canadian pitcher John Fitzsimmons signs with the Arizona uh, Diamondback system. So just to go back on that, of course, Wilmer Font was picked up by the Toronto Blue Jays, started off in AAA, now has to go down to AA. And this is a guy for Wilmer Font uh, that was, you know, up to 95, a starter with the um, in the Toronto Blue Jays system and a starter with the Ottawa Champions and was really a man among boys in this uh, Can-Am League, was only throwing fastballs. I remember, I remember his last start on Canada Day. He only threw fastballs in that baseball game and got eight strikeouts, no runs allowed, game was rained out, he got the shutout, complete game, was leading the Can-Am League in complete games uh, before was picked up by the Toronto Blue Jays and now moves over to the Dodgers system. So we want to wish him all the best there. Balbino Fumayor, a Venezuelan native who started off his career with the Quebec Capitals, one of the best players to come through this league. Balbino Fumayor hit 346 with the Quebec Capitals, 21 home runs, 100 RBIs with Quebec 
uh, a few seasons ago, and Quebec didn't even make the playoffs last, uh, that year that Balbino was on that team. That was Sebastian Boucher's last year. So then last season, so sorry, two seasons ago, Balbino Fumayor hit 340 in AAA with the Kansas City Royals system. Last season had dealt with some injuries, hit you know 15 or so odd home runs, and has now been signed uh, by the Atlanta Braves and has a chance to make the big league squad as a backup first baseman, a guy that can pinch hit here and there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Balbino Fumayor in the big leagues in the next uh, year or so as he goes to the Braves. Chris Colabello from the Blue Jays over to the Indians. That's pretty much self-explanatory there as things were not working out with the Jays. And Canadian pitcher John Fitzsimmons gets picked up in the Rule 5 draft and has now been signed by the Arizona Diamondbacks. He will most likely start off in AA next season. As for the Ottawa champions, they have signed Matt Helms and Austin Crisman. We didn't have a chance to talk as much about that last week with Adron Chambers, but Matt Helms, a left fielder that has excellent, you know, excellent defensive abilities, a guy who hit 347 last year, had 100 hits, didn't, you know, the reason why he had 100 hits in 100 games and not the highest average is because like, he didn't walk as much, but this is a guy who can steal. He had 15 steals last season, uh, 12 outfield assists for Matt Helms, and I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to see what he brings to the table because Three seasons ago with the Quebec Capitals hit 315. The season before that with the New Jersey Jackals hit uh, 275 and then has since gone down ever since. And Matt Helms was one of the best rookies in the league three seasons ago with the Quebec Capitals. And actually, Balbino was on that team. So Matt Helms does know Balbino Fumayor. Austin Crisman was the Can-Am League Pitcher of the Year. And when we talked to Billy Horn later, he is still very surprised that Austin Crisman has not been picked up by an MLB organization uh, just yet. So... Uh, we will see what happens. He has been signed by the Ottawa Champions and will be the ace uh, this season. Albert Cartwright signed, Adron Chambers signed, and as well as Kenny Bryan. So when you look at this Ottawa Champions team, folks, uh, they have been able to bring back a lot of their core pieces. Now, of course, Austin Crisman, their ace, Daniel Cordero, another player who could very well be an ace. Uh, uh, Giancarlo's Gill could be an ace. The champions have three aces on their team, or three one and twos, or two and threes at least. So it's always good to have good starting pitching, and we want to thank Billy Horn for that, for helping recruit uh, these three players. And as he moves on to the Atlantic League, he has still left a mark on this on this Ottawa Champions team, the first pitching coach in franchise history, and as well uh, helped the Ottawa Champions bring a Can-Am League championship to Ottawa and. They also have Adron Chambers, a former Major League outfielder in which Billy Horn helped get from the uh, American Association. Albert Cartwright, another guy who came in two years ago and is going to be in his third season at play. Now, if you look at the champions lineup from one to four, it goes Chambers, Cartwright, Boucher, Kenny Bryant, and then Matt Helms uh, down the rest who will most likely either hit sixth, seventh, or seventh. So the, that middle core, that middle part of the lineup has already been signed by the Ottawa champions. So it's definitely nice to see uh, them get their core players back and see if they can add to that. Maybe their bullpen. We don't know what Tyler Wilson's going to do, Andrew Cooper, the rest. So uh, that's where I stand on the Ottawa champions right now. We still have a little bit more time to talk before Billy Horn joins us. So uh, the Trois-Rivières Aglas have signed Ryan Brockett, who is a utility infielder, outfielder that... Uh, can also pitch. He's uh, pitched in the past. Uh, joining his sixth season of professional baseball this season will play with the Trois-Rivières Aglas. And uh, last season played 
parts of it with the Ottawa champions and Aglas Edelson Alvarez, who was a top five player in ERA, has now been signed by the Trois-Rivières Aglas. And uh, Sussex has released Derek, or I like to call him Father Piles. And they've also released uh, Brandon Webb. So we're going to wrap up this segment. When we come back, Billy Horn will be with us on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9 to talk about being signed by the Long Island Ducks, the new pitching coach inside the Atlantic League. We'll be back in a few. Hi, this is Billy Horn from the Long Island Ducks, and you're listening to Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 44 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Back for another season of Ottawa Champions Baseball. I'm your host, Diamond Dante. Again, you can find our podcast on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond on the podcast app on your iPhone or listening on SoundCloud at Around the Diamond. Of course, it's episode 44, so we're bringing on the new pitching coach for the Long Island Ducks of the Atlantic League and, of course, former Ottawa Champions pitching coach Billy Horn. Billy, congratulations on the new job and welcome back to the show. Oh, Thank you so much, Dante. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited about this new opportunity and uh, definitely going to miss being in Ottawa, that's for sure. Um, you know, 100%. So how you doing, my man? Happy New Year. Hey, yeah. Happy New Year to you as well, Billy. It's always nice to, to talk with you and see how you're doing over in Florida. And you gave me a little bit of a snapshot of the weather in Florida compared to wh- the way it is in Ottawa. Now, you probably don't know. It's We're actually on the plus side. So it is about eight degrees, uh, eight, eight degrees here in Ottawa uh, at this point. Nice and sunny, but a little bit nicer in Florida, of course. A little bit. I believe it's 81 degrees today. No humidity. A uh, couple of couple of clouds in the sky, but uh, but uh, the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day here in South Florida. And of course, Billy, uh, before we get into your time uh, with the Ottawa Champions, I want you to take me back uh, to the beginning of this off season where you first got in contact with the Long Island Ducks. Now, how did that kind of work out? Did the Ducks kind of come to you, or did you kind of go to them? Did you have contact with anyone in that organization? Did you know anyone there? How did this you know new job kind of come apart? eventually to kind of make the decision that you had to move on in your career? Yeah, well, uh, as a matter of fact, I'd been dealing with the general manager, Michael Pfaff, over there in Long Island for the last two seasons. Um, you know, I've been heavily involved with the player procurement on the Ottawa champion side, bringing in a lot of talent. And towards the end of last year, Long Island was interested in a couple of our, our pitchers. And we had just been in touch, you know, talking about this player and that player. And, um, you know, just talking with Hal about my career and, and moving on and so forth. And, you know, we had a lot of heart-to-hearts. And he, you know, he said any opportunities that might come along, you know, you have to entertain them. So, you know, I actually reached out to the general manager and said, hey, if there's any, you know, anything open up in the Atlantic League, you know, please just, you know, just keep me in mind. I'd be interested. And, and his immediate response was, uh, you know, holy cow, we're looking for a pitching coach. Send me your resume now. I'll call you tomorrow. And uh, we wound up you know, having a good conversation and, you know, they had, I don't know how many people applied for the position, but um, at the end of the day, they, you know, they wound up choosing me. I don't know why (laughs) I'm just kidding, but um, they wound up choosing me. And and I had spoken with Hal when they offered me the position and, you know, and Hal advised, he said, you got to move on. And, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity for me, you know, to be around more scouts and, you know, more big league players and coaches and managers and so forth. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I decided to take the leap and uh, and join the Ducks, and I'm really, really excited. 
the new pitching coach for the Long Island Ducks, joining us here on Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 1079, was the Ottawa Champions pitching coach uh, for the past two seasons. Now you look up and down that roster, especially the coaching staff that you're going to be working with, Kevin Baez, Buddy Harrelson. And Buddy Harrelson was an all-star shortstop with the Orioles back in the day. So, you know, this is almost like working with Hal Lanier, but a different level. Is that right? Uh, on, on, a different, on a different plane, yeah. I mean, uh, Kevin Baez is a big league guy. Uh, Buddy Harrelson, big league guy, big league manager. Lou Ford, who's the – he's the Sebastian Boucher of the Long Island Ducks. He's the hitting coach slash uh, player, you know, player coach there. Uh, you know, had a, had a very long, uh, successful career with the Twins and the yep. Orioles. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to being around these guys and, and, and learning more about the game and the players and, and, and so forth and so on. So it's, it, it's exciting. I'm, 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 I'm pretty pumped up. Now, of course, before we continue with your time with the, or going into this season with the Long Island Ducks, Billy Horn here with us on Around the Diamond. Now, what could you tell us about your time in Ottawa, your favorite moments about the city itself, and what are you going to miss the most about being the pitching coach for the Ottawa Champions? Because you made a lot of friends here in Ottawa, whether it was with the fans, uh, Hal Lanier, your, your mentors, it, seems like, it seemed like, and also a lot of the players. Yeah, I, I tell you, I'm, what I'm going to miss most is, is just the organization itself. I mean, on a daily basis, having to deal um, and work with David Gourlay, the president. I mean, he's a first class guy. You know, he, he's the heart and soul of that organization. You know, dealing with Miles Wolf on a daily basis uh, has been great for me um, just because I get to see more on the owner's side. And, you know, uh, Miles Wolf's been around forever and all the connections that he has and you know, he had been contacted by the Long Island Ducks and he gave a, a very good recommendation, you know, on me moving forward. You know, uh, the general manager, uh, Ben Hodge, and, you know, dealing with players like yourself, uh, people like yourself and, you know, Mike Nellis, Craig Richenbach, you know, everyone in the front office has been great, you know, very first class organization. But, you know, for me, I'm going to miss most um, is Burrito Gringo, first of all, <laughs> which is my my favorite place to eat, but uh, I'm going to miss the coaching staff and the players. Uh, burrito Gringo? I love Burrito Gringo. It's my favorite place to eat up there. <laughs> Is that the one downtown? Yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a couple. There's one in the mall there where, you know, after a workout with the boys, we go grab a nice fresh burrito and, and head over to the ballpark. But, um, you know, I'm really going to miss the players, you know, the clubhouse, you know, Chuck Dufton, the clubhouse manager, Mark Leduc, um, you know, the, the, the visiting side clubby, you know, just just being around those guys and watching them succeed and get better. And, you know, we had guys that became all stars, um, you know, with Austin Crisman and uh, and Daniel Cordero. And then you had uh, Wilmer Font get, you know, picked up by the Toronto Blue Jays. And, you know, that that whole cast of characters in, in, in the clubhouse, I'm going to miss all those, you know, Matt Helms and you know, Tyler Wilson and, and uh, Albert Cartwright, you know, all my boys, um, Adron Chambers, just just really good people. And, of course, Sebastian Boucher and, and, and Jared Lemieux, you know, the first base coach up there throwing gum in the stands. And, <laughs> and uh, But, of course, Hal, like you said, Hal's been my mentor and, and he's been a father figure to me for the last two years. And, I mean, just a first-class guy. And, I mean, it's amazing. He's 75 years old, still coaches third base and – you know, I'm very thankful for my time up there because Hal really allowed me to do he, – he allowed me to do a lot, you know, whether it's handing the entire pitching staff, bringing in players, uh, making pitching moves, doing the plate meetings, and really showing me how to be, you know, more of a well-rounded coach and manager and, and mentor to the players. And 
I'm going to miss it all up there. I, I really am. The fans were fantastic. And, you know, they would come out, whether it's, you know, rain or shine or snow at times, you know, beginning or end of the season. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, I really am going to miss it up there. But again, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge and the opportunity to, you know, to compete for an Atlantic League title. Now, of course, Billy, you talk about the things that you've missed with the Ottawa champions. It seems like just two years ago, you were applying for a job in the Can-Am League for Hal Lanier and being his pitching coach, and he chose you. So you must be pretty grateful that uh, Hal Lanier not only chose you to be his pitching coach, but showed you the ropes to kind of bring you through this path and then get an excellent job as the pitching coach in the Atlantic League. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the way it all the way it all works in this game, it's all about you know who you know and 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 the connections that you make. And and I was introduced to Hal by his old pitching coach a couple of years ago, Brooks Carey, who's the manager of the Normal Corn Belters in the uh, in the Frontier League. And Brooks is like an uncle to me. Mm-hmm. And Brooksy introduced me to Hal. Brooks also, you know, he brought me out to the Arizona Winter League, where I'll be heading out to in a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. you know, just by going to events like that. You know, it's really helped me broaden my Rolodex of, of coaches and managers throughout not only independent baseball, but, you know, you know, Major League Baseball and the Scouting Bureau and such. And, um, you know, just just by going out and doing right every single day, you know, and and, um, you know, having guys like Hal and Brooks and Miles Wolf and David Gourlay and just so many other people that I can't even, you know, you know, begin to thank, you know, every single day for an opportunity like this. It's it's been pretty cool because, you know, my, my playing background hasn't been, um, you know, I had four years. I played in Italy. I played independent ball. But, you know, I'm not a seven-year big leaguer who's just going to walk into any job. Um, so it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of luck and just, you know, me just, you know, personality plus and, you know, looking out what's best for the players and the organization. And, you know, it put me in a good, good situation where I am today, and I'm very thankful for that. Now, of course, Billy Horn here of us on Around the Diamond just hired as the new pitching coach for the Long Island Ducks, a team inside the Atlantic League, was the Ottawa Champions pitching coach over the uh, last two seasons. Now, when you look back at your time through the Pecos League, being a general manager, your time in Italy, did you ever think that you would end up as the pitching coach in the Atlantic League so quick at the young age of age 37? Because you have kind of spread through this whole process of your career from a player to a coach very quickly. You know, it's funny. I I always have when I knew I was going to get back into coaching. And, you know, I always, you know, everyone's got that goal to, you know, either make it to the Atlantic League and become a manager or a pitching coach or whatever, or to get in with an organization and make it to the big leagues. I I, I had just that belief and confidence in myself and my abilities, but I didn't think it would happen this quickly to be, to be really honest with you. I mean, everything is kind of fast forwarding pretty, pretty quickly, you know, but um, you know, I'm just, like I said, I, you know, me and my personality, I just try and slow everything down and, you know, just, just go out and work hard every single day and develop and continue my relationships with players, coaches, front office. I mean, the fans and, you know me, it doesn't matter if you're you know, a janitor at, <laughs> at Burger King or if you're the president of the United States, I'm going to treat you the same exact way. And, you know, that's what I pride, you know, my players on is just, you know, being good, wonderful guys, you know, on and off uh, the diamond, so to speak. Uh, well, that's a nice pun there, I guess you could say, as uh, <laughs> you are listening to Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Long Island Ducks pitching coach Billy Horn joined with us, was the pitching coach with the Ottawa champions. And you speak about, you know, the process of your whole career. One thing that I would like to ask you is is your season in 2016. Of course, an Ottawa Champions 
championship that you helped bring uh, to Ottawa along with Hal Lanier and and your first base coach Jared Lemieux and Sebastian Boucher the uh, team's hitting coach because you had a big part in this team of course you were bringing in players uh, which most of the team was from Florida so you had a big part in that bringing in players in the offseason to the regular season and helping this team win a championship and definitely a team that you're never going to forget for the rest of your career because you have a ring to show for it. Yeah, well, it's a team effort. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's working in the organization together, whether it's a coach, a player, you know, a general manager or whomever it may be. Uh, you know, we all worked hard together. And, and you know, I, you know, like you said, I, I, I did bring in some players and, you know, I, like I was just very fortunate enough to, you know, make connections with certain managers and certain coaches that, you know, would give me a call, you know, like for instance, with Adron, I got a phone call on Adron. And anybody could have gotten a phone call, but, you know, I developed a relationship with his former manager and he knew, you know, the situation we were in and, you know, the type of coaching staff that, that we are, you know, and he kind of fell into our lap, you know, a guy like Miles Moeller, you know, I got a phone call on Miles and, you know, we saw him throw a bullpen and Hal and I said, there's, you know, there's no way we can pass up on this guy. Um, and, you know, and, and you had a guy like Mike Masterberti come in through Jared Lemieux, you know, um, Jared had ranted and raved about, you know, Mastro and he came in and I, I don't know if he won the rookie of the year or not, but I, I think he, he should have, but he did, right? Yeah. No, he, he didn't. Did. He didn't win the rookie of the year. It was the, um, it was, uh, the pitcher for the, uh, the Jackals. Oh, okay. Sosa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sosa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But still, I mean, to bring in a guy who was even in the running for that. Um, so uh, you, know, you had Jared bringing in guys and Sebastian, myself and Hal, and it was a real group effort, but it was really nice because, you know, it really didn't go unnoticed, um, and, and part of the reason why I was hired by Long Island was, you know, because of my, my connections and ability to recruit and, and, and bring in players and, and so forth. So I'm, I'm excited now, um, you know, just, just to bring in a different caliber of player on a more, you know, uh, on a more daily basis where we're dealing with more big league guys and AAA guys and, and so forth and so on. Well, keep that excitement, Billy, because we're going to wrap up this segment when we come back. Billy Horn will still be with us on Around the Diamond, this time uh, to talk a little bit more about his job uh, in the Atlantic League with the Long Island Ducks. We're also going to talk a little bit more about some things that he's working on this offseason, the Arizona Winter League, and his new Meet a Prospect site that's coming up next on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Hi, this is Billy Horn from the Long Island Ducks, and you're listening to Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 44 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Before, we were talking with Billy Horn of the Long Island Ducks, but still joined with Billy Horn over the phone as, uh, Billy, you're still with us on Around the Diamond, still talking baseball and talking about uh, your new job for this upcoming season with the uh, Long Island Ducks of the Atlantic League. So... When you look up and down this roster, you talked a little bit about Lou Ford and the coaching staff. Now, you have some guys on this team that I remember from when I was a kid that had played um, in the big leagues. Sean Burgos, who was a number one or number three prospect, I believe, with the San Diego Padres back in 2005. Lou Ford had an excellent career with the uh, Minnesota Twins. And Nate Fryman, who is a six foot eight first baseman who uh, is actually going to be representing Team Israel at the World Baseball Classic and had played uh, with the Oakland Athletics. So this is this is no fluke, Billy. This is no fluke team. You guys have a lot of history with the Long Island Ducks, but also a lot of good players. So it's got to be nice for you coming into this season to work with this many established big league players. Oh, yeah. I, I'm really excited about it. You know, just it's a, 
you know, a different caliber of, uh, of ball player that I'll be dealing with. Um, just on a little bit of a grander scheme, you know, but at the end of the day, these guys are still human beings. You know, they're, they're still, you know, they're still ball players, you know, with goals and dreams and aspirations of getting back to the big leagues or getting into the big leagues, you know, for the first time. And, you know, when I was interviewing for the job and, you know, my goal, my goals the last couple of years are the same they are now with Long Island. And, you know, my goals first off is, you know, you know, to, to promote as many players as possible. You know, my goal is also to make the manager's job as easy as possible. And, and the third goal is to win a championship, you know. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, you're just dealing with people. You know, again, these, these guys have a lot more experience than, you know, most of the guys that I've been dealing with. But, you know, I've, I've dealt with big league guys. I've dealt with AAA guys. I've dealt with rookies. So, um, you know, my, my laid back and hands-off approach you know, will be the same thing in Long Island as it was in in Ottawa, and I'm and I'm sure it'll it'll work and it'll do good things for the ball club. Now, Billy, of course, your job with the Ottawa Champions, along with uh, Nick Belmonte, was to recruit players with Hal Lanier uh, in the mm-hmm. off season. Now, how are you, how are you doing that right now? Because it seemed like through your time, it's a little bit easier to find players to play in the Can-Am League because you don't necessarily have to find, you know, AAA big league kind of guys. But now you kind of have to go out and look for that extra step type of player. So how tough is it for you this offseason to find a different type of player to play in this Atlantic League, which as from what I've heard is a whole new animal in terms of independent leagues around the world? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, so far it hasn't been um, it hasn't been very difficult um, so far. You know, I've, I've been working closely hand-in-hand with our general manager, uh, Mike Pfaff, and, the, and, and um, Kevin Baez, the field manager of the ball club. And, you know, just looking at the roster and coming into a new, a new ball club, you know, I just have to be very careful with players that I put my name on and recommend. And um, so far I've gotten a lot of, con- you know, I've gotten contacted by quite a number of agents over the last couple of weeks and months and so forth. And, you know, now with the announcement yesterday, I, was, I actually received a phone call from an agent this morning um, with two big league pitchers, guys that pitched in the big leagues the last three years. Uh, both have very good numbers. So it hasn't been very difficult, but, you know, the, the sorting out of the caliber of players, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the fun part for me because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to get a lot of players thrown my way, which may not be the caliber of, uh, of the Atlantic League, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'll call Hal and say, hey, Hal, I stumbled upon a guy who would fit you or, you know, the Frontier League. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about helping these players, you know, you know, move on with their careers. But, you know, first and foremost, helping the Long Island Ducks, you know, uh, compete and win a, win a championship. Long Island Ducks pitching coach Billy Horn here for us on Around the Diamond was the Ottawa Champions pitching coach for the last two seasons and helped lead them to a Can-Am League championship, a city championship, as David Gurley likes to call it, uh, in 2016. So you talk about recruiting players. Billy, you know a lot of people in the American Association. You can make trades with guys in the Can-Am League, American Association, uh, and send players to the Frontier League. So it doesn't necessarily mean, like you just said, being in the Atlantic League is not all that bad in terms of finding players because you have connections with, for example, Brooks Carey of Normal, Hal Lanier of the Ottawa Champions. You can always send a guy over here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it all depends on the club and the fit and, and things of that nature. And like you said, I, I do know pretty much all of these guys personally um, now just from being around and, 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 you know, searching for players and so forth. And, uh, you know, even having connections in the Pecos League and, and the, the newer and uh, – 
more developmental leagues like the United Shores and the Empire League. I mean, we got Miles Moeller from the Empire League. We got Stephen Borkowski and, and Danny Grauer from the Pecos League. So, you know, these younger developmental newer leagues, I mean, you're going to find some talent in there. You, you really are. And, you know, as everybody knows, Stephen Borkowski pitched, you know, a tremendous game four against um, New Jersey, which allowed Austin Crisman, you know, the extra rest and go games one and five uh, for us in the championship. And then Borkowski again, they set a Can-Am League record with strikeouts. Game four against, you know, against uh, the Rockland Boulders and, you know, really catapulted us to win a championship. Danny Grauer was instrumental in us winning a championship with a lot of key home runs late in the games and handling, you know, a very experienced pitching staff. And then a rookie like Miles Moeller, you know, coming in and he can start, he can relieve, he can start, he can relieve. And, you know, it's it's pretty special that you can find talent just about anywhere. And, um, you know, I just I just try and put myself in a position where, you know, I'm going to get those phone calls from agents or coaches or scouts or even other players. Um, there's been times where, you know, Albert Cartwright or Tyler Wilson or players from other teams have contacted me and said, hey, I got a friend who looking for a job. Here's his numbers. And, um, you know, and, and, and it's worked out that way as well. So it's 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 pretty fun, actually. It's it's the fun part of the one of the one of the more fun parts of the job. Now, of course, Billy, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Ottawa Champions roster. Now, the last time I talked to Hal Lanier was about four weeks ago, so a little bit over a month ago. Uh, and Hal Lanier had talked about some players that he's looking to get into some organizations. Of course, things didn't work out with Austin Crisman. My guess is that you were uh, involved with that transaction as well. As Hal Lanier said that there was teams calling uh, to put Austin Crisman in an organization, scouts, but uh, nothing went too crazy. The Ottawa champions do re-sign him. But one guy that he uh, talked about a lot was Tyler Wilson. And, and Hal Lanier said that he wants to see what Wilson wants to do with his career, how wants to get him in another league or get him in an organization, especially after the season that he had last year. So based off the players that you had in Ottawa last year, are there, are there any guys like maybe a Wilson that you feel have a strong chance to go into an organization based off your connections and as well as Hal Lanier's? I think there's quite a few guys on that roster, as a matter of fact. I mean, you look at, obviously, Crisman, who I'm still very puzzled how he has not gotten picked up by an organization. I mean, he was the pitcher of the year in the Can-Am League, and he's still only 23 years old, young guy. And um, I, I, it's very puzzling. Um, you look at a guy like Tyler Wilson. I know he's a little older. He's 27 years old. But, I mean, he's still 92, 93. He'll, he'll hit 94, maybe 95. And, you know, and in my opinion, he was one of the top two or three relievers in the entire Can-Am League. And, I mean, if you just look at his numbers, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, you know. Uh, I, I even feel like Kenny Bryant should have a shot with an organization. I mean, he's still young enough. It's not like Kenny's 30 years old. Uh, everywhere Kenny's been, he's been very, very successful. You know, you look at uh, Danny, you look at Daniel Cordero, of course, um, Stephen Borkowski, you know, two guys that are 23 years old and, and, and under roughly, uh, you know, 92, 93, 95 mile an hour guys with good numbers who compete you know so i mean you look up and down the champions roster and it's filled with a lot of talent uh you know of guys that you know have the have the potential to be to be signed and moved on to organizations or you know maybe even you know to the atlantic league or or whatever now of course billy horn here of us around the diamond was the pitching coach for the ottawa champions last season and worked a lot with pitchers like young carlos gill 
uh, Daniel Cordero, Austin Crisman, even Tyler Wilson as he had started off the season uh, a little bit sluggish, but then really picked things up as Billy was talking about a 208 ERA, 60 strikeouts in 45 or so odd innings, I, I believe, uh, last season. So I want to move over uh, before we finish off this segment and then talk about the Winter League and the new Mita Prospect site, Billy. I want to ask you about a couple guys or about uh, the Atlantic League itself and what you're looking forward to doing there and your time that you feel, or, or how you're going to develop your career as a pitching coach in the Atlantic League? Uh, well, again, I think it's, you know, just mainly about the, the relationships you build. You know, so when I go out to the Arizona League, there's going to be a couple of managers out there from, from the Atlantic League that I know. There's going to be managers from um, Can-Am, Frontier League, American Association. So um, it's just being around these guys and just getting to, to know them as, Basically, as colleagues, I know we compete against each other for championships and players, but at the end of the day, we're all kind of working for each other and, and with each other to, you know, send players back and forth and, you know, put each other in, a, in an opportunity to win. And, and you know, most coaches, you know, their their goals are to, to make it to an organization to the big leagues. Now, of course, we're going to take another break. When we come back, Billy Horn will still be joined with us. But once again, this time he is going to talk about the Arizona Winter League, his role at the Winter League, and his new Meet a Prospect site. Billy Horn has been very active in trying to get players uh, in organizations or in independent ball, in professional baseball itself. That's coming up next on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Hi, this is Billy Horn from the Long Island Ducks, and you're listening to Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 44 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Again, I'm your host, Diamond Dante. You can find our podcast on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond or find us on SoundCloud at Around the Diamond. If you're listening on radio, keep listening as of course around the diamond airs every saturday at 6 p.m only on ckdj 1079 and online at ckdj.net of course uh, our last two segments we were talking uh, with ottawa or former ottawa champions pitching coach billy horn now the new pitching coach for the long island ducks billy horn is still with us on around the diamond now that we've kind of talked about your time in ottawa and what you're trying to do uh, in long island you have a couple things going on with yourself in the off season. Uh, the Arizona Winter League is coming up in the next month. What's your goal there, and what are you guys going to be doing at the Winter League? Maybe some players to send uh, through your way to other teams, Billy? Yeah, when I'm over there at the Arizona Winter League, um, you know, I'm out there just scouting talent and looking for players and, um, you know, again, developing relationships, you know, with coaches and managers and scouts, you know, all, all over the place, whether they're, you know, with major league organizations or independent baseball. Um, you know, or wherever it is. So, you know, I'm really excited to get back out there. I love going out to Yuma and, um, you know, working with players too. That That's the fun part. You know, you get players from all over the place. You get players from, you know, whether it be, you know, the United States or Japan or some other countries, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. You know, it's pretty exciting to get out there and meet with these players and coaches and, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Now, what kind of goes on in the Arizona Winter League? Are there lots of major league scouts there? Are there any uh, other managers? Of course, probably yourself and Hal Lanier will be there. I don't know if actually Hal Lanier would make the trip down to Arizona, but you will be there. Uh, so is there any scouts, other managers for other from other independent leagues are going to be down there looking for some players? 
Yeah. Well, Hal will not be out there, uh, but I'll be out there. There will be uh, coaches and managers from the Atlantic League, from the Frontier League, American Association, and also from the United Shores League, uh, the Pecos League, I believe. There might be a scout or someone that's going to come through, and there's always going to be three or four big league scouts um, kind of running kind of running in and out of there, looking at players between there and, and in California as well. So other than that, once you're in the Arizona Winter League, what's your job as the coordinator, as the guy that kind of recommends players to other teams and managers? Are you kind of making a report every day on certain players or running the show there? How's that kind of work out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, last year I was the pitching coordinator. As a matter of fact, this year I'll be managing one of the ball clubs, but we get to see every single player um, just about on every, uh, just about on a daily basis. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I'll have my notes and, and things of that nature. And if there's anyone that's, you know, fitting for, you know, for me and in, in the Atlantic League, great. If not, you know, I, I've got, like I said, my Rolodex of managers and coaches from different leagues that, you know, a guy may not fit the mold of the Atlantic League, but he might be perfect for the Frontier League. So, you know, depending on which team needs a guy or whatever the case may be, I'll just call one of my friends and say, hey, I saw, you know, for example, I saw a left-handed pitcher fresh out of college. He might be able to help you out. And then, you know, that guy will, you know, he'll either take a look at him or invite him to spring training or, you know, whatever the case may be. Now, how do you kind of differ between a guy that's ready for the Atlantic League or a guy that's ready for the Can-Am League? United Shores League, Pecos League, how do you decide where he would be best for not only for the time being, but also for the rest of his career, if he is a young prospect, of course, that you've seen at this Winter League? Right. Well, especially if he's a young guy, it all depends on uh, his experience, what level of college baseball he's played, his statistics, and then just by seeing the guy play live and in person, you know, just by seeing you know, what kind of player he is, what he brings to the table. Uh, and then, you know, from there, it's kind of easy for me, you know, that I've been doing this for a while to look at a guy and say, oh, you know what, this guy will be good for the Frontier League or he'll be good for the American Association or, holy cow, this guy's going to come with me to Long Island. <laughs> well, there you go. You might actually have some players come down uh, with you to Long Island. So once you're, you're at the Winter League, you're managing the ball clubs, are you only dealing with pitchers or do you recommend hitters as well? No, anybody. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, it all depends. If Hey, if a guy can play, he can play, you know, and, and if a team has a need and he fits that need, um, and if he's a great, you know, individual on and off the diamond, uh, no pun intended again, um, you know, I'll have no problem picking up the phone and, and recommending him to, to, uh, to someone. Long Island Ducks pitching coach Billy Horn here with us on Around the Diamond talking about the Arizona Winter League. Uh, now, what, what kind of types of players do you usually see in this winter league? Are there guys that have played in the major leagues, guys that are in AAA, or is it more guys coming out of college that are looking uh, for that look from a major league scout? It's, it's, more, it's more of the second. It's more free agent players. It's guys that are either fresh out of college or guys that may have played in one of the newer independent leagues. Um, you, you will find guys there that have played in, in some of the top four independent leagues, but for the most part, these are just – young free agent players that are hungry and looking for an opportunity to, to have a chance to get signed and, and go somewhere. Now, Billy, how does it work? Do you have to pay a certain amount of money to get into this, uh, to this Arizona Winter League? Is there anything uh, that players should be looking out for when trying to sign up? And, you know, what are the costs and what does this league kind of bring to a young player looking to maybe get scouted? Yeah, there, there is a fee, um, and there are, there are discounts pending if you're a pitcher, pending if you're a catcher, pending if you have pro experience. 
um, things of that nature. And, um, you know, when you pay your fee, you're out there for a month. It covers your housing, I think, a couple of meals a day. And, you know, a month's worth of, you know, being looked at and scouted by, um, you know, coaches and, and managers with signing power. And that's, and that's the key for these guys is, you know, make sure that they can get out there in front of people who have signing power that, um, you know, hey, listen, I can sign. Boom, I, you got a job. You know, that's, that, that's the key for these guys. And there's a lot of tryouts and there's a lot of good – there's a lot of good things that are going on all over the country. And, you know, some leagues are, are, are good for other guys and, and some aren't. So is that where you kind of last year with the Ottawa champions found guys like a Calvin Rayburn, Kevin Perez, or even uh, maybe a guy like a Brian Van Kirk, who is also from, uh, from Florida, or did you see them in the South Florida winter league? I'm just trying to figure out how you found some of the players that you brought in from last year. Did you find any at these types of leagues? No, 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 no. Uh, with Kevin, I got a call from Kevin's agent, and I went and saw him throw a bullpen, and I really liked what I saw. I called Hal, and bam, we signed him right there. Um, with Rayburn, uh, Nick Belmonte called me and said, hey, I want you to take a look at this guy. I took a look. I liked what I had seen, and bam, we signed him. And then with uh, Van Kirk, uh, Belmonte uh, knew his agent, and, and they worked out that deal. I didn't have anything to do with bringing in um, with bringing in Brian Van Kirk. Yeah, I was just wondering if you had found any, you know, past champions players uh, from this winter league, even guys that had come through the college ranks cuz it's it sometimes uh, it kind of bobbles my mind how you guys go out and find so many players. Is it kind of just having connections because um, as far as I'm concerned, Billy, I, it it just amazes me how many players from different places in the United States that you can find find because there's so many but baseball players out there that are looking for jobs that have played in the minor league system or that are trying to get into independent ball. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. You hit the keyword and and that's just connections. You know, that's just from, from being out there and traveling and, you know, even as a coach, we make sacrifices like players do. And I've, and I've made plenty of sacrifices like, like any other coach, you know, whether it be, you know, coaching in the Pecos league or, you know, going to these leagues, you know, the South Florida winter league, the Arizona winter league, you know, and then you just start developing relationships with coaches and scouts and managers. And, you know, if, if you can develop a good, trustworthy reputation and, and you know, help guys out, um, you know, out of the pretty much out of the goodness of your heart. Because, you know, I'm not an agent and I don't get paid to refer players or anything. But personally, I just I enjoy it. I enjoy helping guys and giving guys opportunity. And, you know, because when I was playing, I never really had any opportunities like that. There were no winter leagues or anything like that. There wasn't anybody trying to help me get a job unless they unless they wanted to get paid, you know. So um, this is just my way of giving back. And I'm very thankful for, you know, the situation I'm in right now with, you know, my my, my career kind of moving in the right direction. And, you know, it's, it's, it just feels good to, to help guys and give them opportunities, whether – you know, I get a guy with an organization or with me in Long Island or send a guy to the Can-Am League or even send a guy to the Pecos League or, you know, or the United Shores or the Empire League or whatever it is, you know, because this is, you know, this is their dream since they're five years old, just like myself. And, you know, there was a time where I had to shut it down as a player and I just, I love the game so much and I just wanted to continue to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough where I'm able to now, you know, be around a lot of players and, and, and help guys advance in their careers. And, you know, wherever they take it, they take it. Long Island Ducks pitching coach Billy Horn here with us on Around the Diamond. Now, before we go, Billy, uh, you have released this new site called uh, Meet a Prospect. Now, what can you tell us about 
uh, the Meta Prospect site and what you guys are trying to achieve by starting it? Yeah, about two years ago, I had I had an idea for um, you know for for a website for a way to get players, have them get their names and everything out there. And there are just so many recruiting websites that charge an arm and a leg um, for for amateur and professional athletes to get seen or um, just to be you know on the microscope. So I developed a way, and I thought of a way. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just create this social network for athletes? It's for men and women, boys and girls. Um, all sports, you know, amateur, pro, um, you know, coaches and athletes, just a social network. That's all it is, is for guys to sign up. And, and I was kind of thinking of a key word or something cool to go with it. And I'm, and I'm thinking, well, athletes, they want to get on the map. They want to be noticed. They want to get on the map. So I was thinking MAP, meet a prospect, get on the map. So the slogan kind of flows and everything. And, and uh, I decided to really put it in motion the last couple of months. And, and uh, I went partnered up with one of my best friends, James Hopkins, um, who I've known for a very, very long time. And we finally put the website into fruition. We put it up last Monday, and we already have about 60 members um, that have signed up on the site. The Facebook page has 2,000 members. We've got over 500 likes. And it's just a free site and a way for um, – players and coaches to connect you know so I'm, I'm pretty happy about it i'm pretty excited and um you know pretty soon i guess within the next couple of months or so we'll launch an app and uh it, it's going pretty good so you know the, the end goal is you know if you're a, a a women's high school basketball coach you can search for you know a female athlete who is you know 511 you know with x amount of grade point average you know from you know North Carolina, South down to Florida, and you'll be able to find somebody instead of spending, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars on, you know, plane tickets and recruiting where you can just see this person online and make a connection and, you know, hopefully help your program. Well, holy, holy cow, Billy, that's something to talk about there. This uh, new meet a prospect site uh, that is available online. If you just type in on Google, uh, meet a prospect, if you are interested, of course, that app is going to be coming out soon, which is always nice, Billy, but that's going to wrap up uh, this edition of Around the Diamond with Billy Horn. Thank you so much for joining us, and it was a nice talk. We look forward to maybe talking to you again down the road uh, in the season and seeing what happens with you and your career in the Atlantic League. Listen, once again, Billy, thanks for joining us. It was great talking with you. Absolutely, Dante. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I want to wish you and the Ottawa champions nothing but the uh, best of luck this year. I hope you guys win the 2017 Can-Am League Championship, and I will miss your mother's cannolis that she brings to the ballpark every once in a while. Hey, listen, I'll miss your uh, your mother's style coming down to the ballpark. You guys were, were always great in tuning in to listening to and watching our games on uh, canemily.tv and CKDJ1079. Your mother was always a uh, a great influence to me whenever she came to the ballpark because she was half Italian. Uh, no, she was Italian, and she had that nice accent to go along with it. <laughs> Forget about it, right? <laughs> hey, listen, thanks a lot, Billy. Thank you, Dante. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day, and enjoy your weekend. That was Long Island Ducks pitching coach Billy Horn joining us here on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. We still have one more segment uh, to go in the show before the hour ends here on CKDJ 107.9. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about the MLB offseason, but more about the World Baseball Classic. Team Canada has announced that there will be one player representing Team Canada at the World Baseball Classic that is actually not Canadian but has Canadian roots. That's coming up next on Around the Diamond on CKDJ 1079.
Hey, this is Edwin Jackson, and you're listening to Around the Diamond with Diamond Dante on CKDJ 107.9. Welcome back to episode 44 of Around the Diamond here on CKDJ 107.9. Once again, I am your host, Diamond Dante. We were just talking with Long Island Ducks pitching coach uh, Billy Horn. A great talk with Billy as he uh, brought a lot of insight to the show, not only talking about the independent leagues, but what it means to start off his career in the Ottawa Champions organization and move over to the Atlantic League as we wished Billy Horn all the best in his career. But still, we have a little bit more time left in the show, so I do want to touch on a couple things that are going on in the Major League offseason. Of course, just to reintro things, I am your host, Diamond Dante. You can find us on SoundCloud and on iTunes by typing in Around the Diamond on both of those uh, platforms. Or keep listening on radio every Saturday at 6 on CKDJ 107.9. Now, there, the Hall of Fame ballot is going to be uh, introduced this week. And uh, there's a couple players that people think should be on the Hall of Fame ballot. One of those guys is Edgar Martinez, who was a DH in his career. And some people do not think that uh, he should be on the Hall of Fame ballot or think he either should be in the Hall of Fame or shouldn't be on the Hall of Fame. Um, but I want to start off with the uh, World Baseball Classic, guys. And, of course, the Canadian national team will be representing Canada at the World Baseball Ca- Classic along with uh, Baseball Canada there at the WBC. And Joey Votto came out and said that he's unable to participate in the World Baseball Classic for Canada. So what does Team Canada go out and do? They signed Freddie Freeman, who is the first baseman for the Atlanta Braves and is a American, but has Canadian roots with his mother, I believe it is. And so he will be playing for Team Canada at the World Baseball Classic per uh, John Paul Morosi, who is very active on uh, what players are going into the World Baseball Classic. Dominican Republic has announced that Jose Reyes will be on the team. They also announced Adrian Beltre, Manny Machado. And this is a team with the back end of their bullpen of Dylan Betances and, you know, having Robin Cano at second base and uh, possibly Big Poppy. This is a team that can definitely uh, take down as people are thinking that Big Poppy is actually going to come back and play another season of uh, professional baseball. And whether that's playing in the World Baseball Classic or not, because... Um, it it has been said that Big Poppy actually changed his Twitter account. That's right, folks. He changed his Twitter account name and tagged Boston Globe, just saying at Boston Globe, changed his Twitter account to at Red Sox DH, not Big Poppy. So David Ortiz may be trying to either stir the pot a little bit because uh, the attention hasn't been on him this offseason, and we know... Uh, how D- Big Poppy likes the attention. So maybe David Ortiz will be back in an Ottawa, in a, uh, sorry, not Ottawa Champions, a Boston Red Sox uniform. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think that that will be possible. But uh, because uh, as the retirement papers go, he won't be able to come back until June anyways. And if the Red Sox are in a playoff spot, maybe he will. But based off how many gifts that he got and what was going on uh, throughout the season and the season that he had, I think it's just better to relax sit on the beach in Dominican Republic, have fun with your kids, just play baseball on the beach. Why not? Why don't you just do that, Big Poppy? Why don't you do that, David Ortiz? You already have all the money in the world. This is a guy that will be in the Hall of Fame in a couple of years. You come back, you're going to have to wait a next year to be in the Hall of Fame if that even matters. But um, that's where I stand on that. But uh, yeah, we've run out of time. As I was going to talk about the Hall of Fame debate, I will say this, though. Edgar Martinez should uh, be 
in the or in the uh, Hall of Fame. Reason is is because he was one of the only DHs to put a slash line of 300 average, a 400 on base uh, throughout his career. Edgar Martinez, a clear Hall of Famer, but that's going to wrap up this edition of Around the Diamond, episode 44 of Around the Diamond on CKDJ 107.9. We want to thank Billy Horn for joining us over the phone and talking about what he brings to the Atlantic League and his time in Ottawa with the Ottawa Champions. He will be missed. For Diamond Dante and our guest, Billy Horn, you've been listening to episode 44 of Around the Diamond. You can follow me on Twitter at Diamond underscore Dante and find my podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud by typing in Around the Diamond. For episode 44 of Around the Diamond, we will see you next week.